a Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm here with Thomas Pubkara, a member of uh, Mecca 16, yeah? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So I've just got some questions following the news of the High Court denying your declaration of inconsistency. So the Make It 16 campaign had their declaration of inconsistency denied by the High Court over a month ago. Did you guys expect the High Court to deny or approve your declaration? Oh, look, I mean, before, um, you know, the case uh, went through, you know, we were cautiously optimistic about the result. um, And, you know, we were a bit disappointed afterwards, um, obviously. Uh, I wouldn't say that we really expected it to go either way because, you know, you it's always difficult to tell with these things. Yeah, um, yeah. But certainly, you know, we disagree with the ruling at the end of the day, and that is why we're appealing it. Cool. Okay, um, on to question two. Have you guys thought about holding any public protests in response to the ruling against um, the declaration? We haven't really got any um, any uh, protest plan at the moment um, or any protest action, um, particularly not really with the court stuff. It tends to not be that effective, uh, you know, protest against court action doesn't tend to be great. Um, yeah. But, you know, and so we haven't got anything like that planned at the moment, but uh, certainly wouldn't rule out anything in the future. Last week, Maker 16 filed a notice of appeal to the High Court. What does it mean if the appeal goes through? And if it doesn't, uh, what will you guys do next? Yes, yeah, so uh, obviously the appeal is just, I mean, the, the court case has, has always only been one part of the campaign, right? You know, mm-hmm. actually, the court can't actually change the law at the end of the day. That has no. to be changed by Parliament. Um, all the court can do is, is tell us that you know, what the law is is inconsistent with the way our human rights legislation is written, um, and that provides a really you know a really important moral political incentive for Parliament to change the law, but it doesn't make them do that. Yeah. Um, and so all, always you know our, our key focus is always on Parliament, um, and so you know one of the big things that we're pushing for now is to try and change the law for the 2022 local body elections. Um, and try and get uh, six to seventeen-year-olds voting in that election, um, and that way we can we can get uh, we can get that section of the population voting in those elections, and that only requires fifty percent of parliament to pass, rather than the seventy-five percent that's required for uh, for for general elections. Mm-hmm. And so that's our first and our next step um, okay. along the way. Okay. Uh, you declare that you'll be publishing an open letter to Jacinda Ardern in an effort to have 16 and 70 year olds recognised in the 2022 local elections. If this age lowering goes through a parliament majority, it'll come into effect. Do you think that the the majority of parliament will support your motion? Yeah, so I mean, I think we can be fairly confident that we can push it through. Um, you know, we've got um, a couple of years um, before before then, so that's that's the time that we've got. That's the time frame we've got, um, and so that's that's what we're that's what we're aiming for. Um, and I think that you know, obviously, the fact is the majority of Parliament is controlled by one party, and so we do have to convince that party. But um, you know, we've got some positive statements from a, quite a few members of of the party. Um, and we've got, you know, some, some positive statements from the Prime Minister as well. Um, you know, she's she's not willing to rule it out at this stage. And so, you know, we can definitely, there's room to move there and there's room uh, for us to push um, and, and hopefully we can succeed. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.